Welcome to the Artipop Podcast. As the founder of Artipop, I've always felt we live in a highly conventional era when it comes to motherhood. But also that change is near. Therefore, I created this podcast to give voice to different refreshing perspectives around motherhood and life in general. To empower you and all the women around you to trust their intuition. I've asked a journalist whose work I love Kaira van Wijk to host this series for you. Let's use our feminine energy to shape the future. I hope you're with me. Please enjoy. Happy you're joining us today. This is your host, Kaira. Today we're talking to Alina Tol, a fellow Dutchie who previously lived in Milan with her business partner and boyfriend of over a decade, Renway. She was one of the very first style influencers working for the likes of Chanel and Dior. And she's just launched her own eyewear label called Tall Eyewear. When we recorded this interview, she was expecting. Now she's given birth to a healthy baby boy called Louis. In this episode, she very openly talks about her struggles with getting pregnant, her views on being in an interracial relationship, especially now in 2020, welcoming her child into the world and her hopes for the future. Well, let's dig in. Hi Linda, lovely having you today. Really excited. Um, so you're you're six months pregnant now with your first child. First of all, congratulations. What's it been like for you these days? Like your day to day and also with work? It's actually almost seven months, so I'm almost in week thirty now. It's going really fast. Okay. Um, so work is actually, I mean. Uh, it has been quite quiet actually uh, after March uh, since the beginning of COVID-19 uh, it slowed down a lot mm-hmm. uh, which was actually uh, perfect for me so I think it's the best year to be pregnant for me because usually I travel a lot I'm always like um, yeah somewhere I usually I'm, I'm usually in a plane like once or twice a week so it's usually very very busy and um, so we actually I started, started working again since two months now but very very slowly so which is actually quite nice so I can really enjoy um, my pregnancy and I yeah enjoy working as well and I started my or well, actually I will launch my brand so I wear um, next week yeah so it's really um, exactly amazing to to focus on that and just to to be home and to to work um, from here. Yeah, there's so much happening in the world, of course, and it's uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. But I guess for you personally, it's good that you can really like slow down a little bit. Does it also make you think um, what the future of your job is going to bring? Will you still be traveling a lot, also with your child, or? Do you think you're going to do it a little bit differently? Yes. And actually, I decided to 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 do that well, actually last year, even before I was pregnant, because the past two years were really, really, really busy. So, yeah, we were like, okay, let's, you know, focus more here. Uh, also, like uh, with, the, with the lounge of Tall Eyewear, um, we produce in Italy, but we're both, me and Marika, we do it together. We're both based in Holland. So we actually meet here quite a lot. So like that, I have a base here and then uh, we can travel, but um, I will focus more and better. Yeah. And it's all in Europe, of course. So that's also like shorter distances. Exactly. Yeah. And is tall eyewear like your biggest project right now? Is that really your 
love child in a way as well. At the moment, yes. <laughs> I'm really, really excited about next week. Um, uh, we were actually, we started working on this about a year ago and it's finally time. So there was a delay because of everything. And uh, we, we already did a sales campaign in January and February. And we already, um, yeah, we already work with some retailers uh, all from actually all over the world, which is amazing. And now it's really, yeah, it's almost time. So it's really, it's really exciting. Yeah, it's really nice because it's something, I mean, I, I created it not alone, but together with Marika and we are a great team. And mm -hmm. um, yes, it's like a baby, really. We were in January, I remember the first day of the showroom. I usually sell kind of myself. I'm used to talk a lot and I'm used to be and surrounded by people. And I love that. But it was really, really scary mm -hmm. because we're like, okay, you know, and now you have to approve the product we produced, you know. So it was really, it was really, it was really exciting that after a few hours it was totally fine because they loved the product. Mm -hmm. um, but very exciting, yeah. Why eyewear for you? Why was that something that you were like? Because I can imagine you're known really for your style in so many different ways. It could have been an actual fashion line or shoes, but why eyewear for you? The first thing is that I was in mind like, okay, I'd love to do a big campaign for a big brand. That never happens because I think my face fits or suits many types of sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And then I, I own like four or five, well, not 400, not maybe 300 pair of sunglasses and I always end up wearing the same. Hmm. So I really wondered myself why, because it's always the, the type of sunglasses are like timeless and it's always in, in very easy color. Um, which, well, change my bag almost every day. I really, uh, I like, okay, what uh, am I going to wear today? And then I, I'm, if I'm in the mood for a big bag, I take a big bag, a small bag, whatever, I change my bag every day. But I always wear the same kind of sunglasses. So I was like, I kind of miss that timeless uh, design, which is great for every day, but, you know, perfect in uh, good colors, but you can change them and, and not to be being too, too fashion. So I kind of miss that. And I, I, um, I came up with the idea to to uh, create you know, my own brand. And then uh, Marika was uh, enthusiastic from the beginning. She was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, let's try to find a manufacturer. Let's try to find, a, um, you know, a, a team. And let's let's try to go for it. And mm -hmm. the people, the factory, manufacturing in Italy was super enthusiastic from the beginning. They are small, but they are producing all uh, the big designers like Bottega Veneta, Sonora, Chloe, all the big ones. And mm. well, we're just like, not even started it. And we had our, our um, presentation. And from the beginning, they were like, okay, let's do it. This is something we, we believe in it already. And it looks amazing. I really thought about it because it's not just the, the, the sunglasses, the packaging, it's the whole story behind it. It's everything. So, yeah. So we started it. And yeah, next week is <laughs> it's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Right. So exciting. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. And you think it's really like your signature styles in there as well? There will be two uh, collections here, um, summer and winter. And uh, we started with our five favorite uh, shades, which I think they're really my style. Yeah, all of them. One of my one of them is my, my super favorite. That's like the, the square one, the one I always wear. I don't know if you, if you know the one I mean, because it's very big. I love to wear very big sunglasses because I don't wear sunglasses just because of the sun, but also um, sometimes when I'm not in the mood to talk or, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like some, a pair of sunglasses is still so much more just to protect your eyes from the sun. I think it's something that it's really a part of your, um, of your outfit, of your look or the way you feel. Yeah. 
But it's also a way, I guess, for you to be more in your inner world, even if you're outside in a way. Yeah. And how have you been feeling during pregnancy? And I can imagine, has it been difficult for you? Because you said already you have more time in a way, but is it difficult for you to balance like work, but still you have like all these physical changes, I can imagine? So the beginning was kind of tough because I uh, I became pregnant in January and there was February and March Fashion Week and I started to feel nauseous and not well from the from New York Fashion Week on. So it was really intense. I was really, really tired in the beginning or no energy and I really had to, like Fashion Week is the biggest um, time of the year for me. Yeah. And I already, my agent, it was really in the beginning. I told them it's really in the beginning, but I have to I need to tell you because otherwise you will never um, understand why I don't want to do events or why I'm tired at night, why I don't feel like dressing up much because I don't feel well. Uh, so intense. I remember that one night I had to do a dinner and I really, really, really had to go. I was so tired and not feeling well. I was like, I just want to be in my pajamas in bed and watch whatever Netflix, but I had to dress up and I had to I had to go and attend the dinner. But it was not easy, no. And it was also, fashion week is usually very stressful. Mm-hmm. And I know it is not good to stress while you're pregnant. So I was really kind of scared as well. I remember my mom, she was calling me every hour. So, okay, where are you now? I had breakfast, having lunch, because she was like, there's no time to eat. She's like, okay, take, that, take your time. And I was like, I know, but it doesn't really help me when you call me every hour to check because I know that it's not good to stress. Uh, not to be quiet, but, you know, yeah. it's like this. So, and thank God Paris was already more quiet than we actually expected it because of the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So many events were canceled. A lot of dinners were canceled at night. So I was just doing things during the day. Um, so I did some of the shows and I was at the showroom the rest of the day, which was actually fine. So it was kind of quiet there. Yeah. And then straight after um, Paris Fashion Week, was just like the beginning of March. Uh, it was really quiet because like we didn't, there was nothing to do for like two months. Um, so that was actually really good. So then I could really relax and it was actually really nice. And the, the baby is still growing really well. And mm-hmm. um, it's only like it's because, yeah, well, yeah, you have, we want to have less stress. And yeah, it's good, actually a good period to be, to be pregnant, to be home that much and just to take care of yourself. And I, I really listen, try to listen to my body and I really um, try to nap during the afternoon, which I usually never do. It's really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But I really took time and I really like, yeah, enjoying being home and just to just not to travel and just to focus on my body and the baby, which was actually really good. Yeah. And right now I feel it's, I feel great. I was not feeling well until um, week 16, and after that I got my energy back. I was really like, okay, I can. Oh, everyone was telling me it will be fine. It will be fine. You get your energy back. I was like, I, I, I can't wait for that day. Yeah. And uh, it happens. Yeah. Now I'm I'm now in the third trimester, so I'm getting tired uh, again. Um, but usually at the end of the afternoon, which is normal and fine. So I, I go to bed early, um, which is okay. Yeah. But the baby is moving a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. For example, during the afternoon, when I just try to go to, to, to bed for half an hour during the afternoon, it's impossible mm-hmm. because he's moving so much. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, it's okay. I just, yeah, I just watch something where I, the weather is really nice right now. And we have a garden. So mm-hmm. I enjoy reading book outside or just get my time. In between yeah so nice yeah it's i guess it's also a lesson in just letting go because there's this, this other person with you all the time of course and he has his own little little temperament as well how have you actually been bonding connecting with him in your belly 
I really talk to him all the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, re- and I, re- I have a feeling he really replies or responds to me every time I, I or talk to him or when I put my be- uh, hand on my belly or when I go to, to bed earlier at, at, in the evening, I really try to talk to him. And I really, yeah, I don't know. I really, I, he's really already there for me. But yeah, he reacts. It's really nice to, to feel that, uh, his energy. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And your partner, is he bonding with him a little bit as well in a way already? Or is it like, yeah, I mean, I can imagine for him, him it's different because it's not the physical transition, but yeah. What's it like for him? He's, he's trying to bond with him as well, especially when we are like waking up or when he's going to sleep. As, uh, we were really busy last month, uh, weeks because of the, uh, of the new house and still finalizing everything here mm-hmm. uh, and he's really like enjoying uh, like he loves my me growing uh, which is great so he really yeah he's, he's trying he's trying to to bond as much as possible as well but for him it's a bit difficult to talk to him for example because mm-hmm. he's like uh, i don't know it's kind of, yeah i get it as well because it doesn't really feel him so yeah for him it's different yeah yeah of course i can imagine and i also saw that you mentioned somewhere that um or on your instagram that you said i've never felt so good in my body and i thought it was so interesting as well because it's so different for for every woman and every pregnant woman i think like for example my sister she finds pregnancy sometimes a little bit difficult physically as well but um yeah it's different for everyone of course a unique experience but yeah I wanted to ask you about that as well that you feel so good in your body being pregnant yeah I really uh, the beginning was hard because I was really feeling really tired and I was not really I was not feeling the baby until week 19 mm-hmm. uh, so and it was really it was a bit complicated for me to get pregnant and it was my second it's actually my second time because the first time I had a miscarriage mm-hmm. so I was really insecure mm-hmm. um and then after week 18, uh, after the big like um, ultrasound, I really, I really felt like okay, it's it's real, you know. And now I'm going to enjoy um, the fact that there's a baby growing in my body and everything is going well. Uh, and then I really, yeah, my body is growing, and I really enjoy uh, to see that my body is growing because it's his home, it's his house, and I'm really proud of the belly. And mm-hmm. I was always like dreaming about having a baby in my uh, belly and I, I really enjoy like see to see him growing and I, I really I feel really good actually mm-hmm. so I was I'm not scared of getting very big or not you know or like whatever I eat what I like I'm really not I'm, I'm not doing any sports or whatever I was not doing that before so I'm like why would I go to the gym right now uh, yeah it's kind of weird yeah so I really I really try to listen to my body and I really try to enjoy um everything yeah just being grateful really yeah 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 just being in a moment being in your body speaking of this first pregnancy was it actually easy for you to conceive uh no it was not uh it took us around two two years and a half um so um we uh were treated by the hospital for a year and after doing a lot of tests they um discovered i had no ovulation so we started with a um, with a computer which is called Lutrelef, mm-hmm. and it gives like a little bit of hormone to the body every two hours. Um, it's actually a really nice technique because it's connected to Bluetooth, and you have to change the medication every three days. Okay, it's a small plastic thing that you can attach like a with tape to your body on your belly or your arm or your leg, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that actually worked really well for me. I started wearing the the computer in in June last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I got my first period after a week. 
And after one month, we were pregnant. Oh, so wow. really, really, really fast. Yeah. After nothing for nine years, you know, everything is happening in, in two months. Oh, is this a fairly new treatment, actually? Sorry? Yeah, it's, it's, it's there uh, since a few years, but uh, I, I guess there are around 150 women in Netherlands who are uh, treated this way. Oh, only 150? Yeah. It's not that much. It's not that much, no. No, hmm, interesting. So it's kind of, kind of, but it for me it worked really well because, um, yeah, all the the hormones they were like, yeah, it's actually kind of like re rebuild, um, yeah, like a monthly cycle. So it was kind of like, yeah, kind of weird in the beginning. I was like, okay, does it really work? But it worked. Hmm. But then um, um, I got a miscarriage after eight weeks and a half. Hmm. Um, yeah, so then they were like, okay, maybe it's like uh, too much for your body right now. Uh, like there were too many hormones because um, after I started again after uh, one month, mm -hmm. two weeks after miscarriage, I started, but, but they never checked my blood. So there was still the pregnancy hormones in my blood until actually the beginning of December. And it's, oh, of course, it's impossible to get pregnant again while your body still recognizes a pregnancy in your body. So at the beginning of October, they were like, okay, maybe we should, I told them, maybe it's too much for my body The uh, because I had to go to the hospital every three, four times a week to check. Mm -hmm. And they had to check my blood if there was a, di a different a difference from before. And they were like, okay, yes, let's give your body some rest and we will see what will happen. Um, otherwise they were like, we need to to find another way to, to treat you, you know, maybe with like... Um, it's not IVF, but it's a different kind of thing. It's like, so they can regulate the, uh, the amount of hormones. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, I think it's actually a very beautiful story because my uh, mother-in-law, she, my, my boyfriend is from Suriname. Mm -hmm. A lot of women with their uh, wish to get pregnant with a special tea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're like, okay, let's try, you know. From the moment I, I started drinking the tea, I felt a difference in my in my belly because after a while I felt everything. So it was really special. I was really connected with my body. Wow. So we had a break of two weeks. And um, after the two weeks, we went back to the hospital and they checked again. Uh, and uh, they were like, okay, it looks like something new is growing, but we're not sure if it's a new um, egg. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible because the value of your hormones were so low before. So I don't think it's possible that it's growing by yourself. And I was like, maybe it is. Mm. Just, you know, check the blood and we will see. And then I guess the value is around, usually around 150 if there's non, uh, no activity. And then they called me after two hours and they were like, okay, it's changed. It's 220 right now. So I was like, oh my God, there's something growing by myself. So it's work. My body is kind of working. Wow. But then there was still the pregnancy hormone in my blood, yeah. uh, in my body. So it took me, I think it's around six weeks before it was under two. And then from that moment on, the it, it, the value, it, it changed until 750. Mm. So then there was an ovulation and the menstruation all by myself after it took long, uh, two months, but still it was working. Oh, wow. So by the end of December, they were like, okay, um, just, you know, we can't help you anymore because it seems like everything is working again. And we were really, really happy and we we're like, okay, um, just let's give it a try. Let's uh, give us a break for like three months. We will be in touch again in March. 
And then uh, I got pregnant in January. Wow. So basically you got pregnant all on your own without a treatment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. After one year in the hospital, it's really, yeah, it's really beautiful. I'm really, and then actually that, I, that, that gave me some, I was really insecure in the beginning because of course something, you know, that's in your mind and, you know, it can happen. It happens a lot and it happens, mm-hmm. you know, to a lot of women, but still you're, I was really scared in the beginning, but I was like, this is some, this is actually kind of meant to be. Mm-hmm. So I really, yeah, that helped me a lot. And then, yeah, all, everything was good because we had the first, the first ultrasound is five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks in the beginning. Yeah. It was really nice because it, yeah, it really helped me in the, the first weeks to just to feel, to feel okay. Yeah. As I have that confidence and I trust in your body again. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. So your, so your mother-in-law, she helps women get pregnant or? Yeah. Kind of because of her grandma, she, um, she helped them. Like herbal, herbal medicine. Yeah. Oh, very natural. Because I think that was, everything was kind of out of balance, you know, and of, of course, because of the traveling and because mm-hmm. of my job and the stress and I'm pretty sure that it was, yeah. That is very bad for the body, and and we under a lot of pressure, and everything is like I was feeling the same again, like three days ago, because I had a, a job that I had to to do, uh, and I, it was really like, and there was a lot of going on, and a lot of email, and a lot of things, and I was like, everything needs to happen the same now, you know, from like everyone was call- there were like five, four, four or five people calling me. Everything needs to happen right now. I'm like, I, I can't, you know, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why this job is kind of stressful sometimes because everything, every, everyone expects something at the same moment. And I was like, I can't do it all right now. I just have to, yeah. you know, we can do it also tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. It's completely fine. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So you had to like demand that space for yourself as well and really slow down and yeah i, I think we kind of learned that last past weeks but i think we're all back on track right now mm. and we kind of forgot that <laughs> that is actually really nice just to yeah not to stress too much and just enjoy the moment and then it's that it's completely fine just to to do it whatever an hour later or a day later it's completely fine you know and, and it's kind of like yeah, there's a lot of pressure sometimes behind my job and mm-hmm. because people expect something and um I work very closely with my agency which is great um but th- yeah of course they have to perform as well for the clients and yeah sometimes it's 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 much yeah it's tough yeah yeah but I feel now since you've, you've gotten pregnant because you took it a bit more slow do you feel like no I'm really gonna set my boundaries more clear than you maybe did before yes because I also think I can't do that anymore like before it's it's just like I don't want to 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 live like that like before because I know that that and my body was not performing or not working well because of that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that that has something to do with it as well. The stress, I, I think it's for a lot of women who are having or having problems or, you know, stress is a really, really big thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I have a health coach as well, work with a health coach very closely as well. And um, I had a lot of, like, uh, issues, like, um, with my intestines and stuff. So I really, it took me, like, five months to... Um, to be healthy again mm-hmm. it was not bad but it was not in a good situation or actually because I was like yeah I was flying a lot I was eating on like all the time very not like on a regular base and then I was actually intolerant for a lot of stuff which I didn't know so I was like it's really difficult to eat clean and healthy when you're traveling all the time yeah 
So um, I really, I was like, I have to fix this before uh, I'm getting pregnant anyway. So I, uh, it took me five months just to uh, to get better. And uh, I feel, yeah, really good right now. But that's another thing because she told me you need to change something because if you keep going like this, I think it will be hard to to get pregnant or to, yeah. you know, to do whatever. It's very unhealthy actually on the long term. Yeah. And of course, under stress, our bodies are constantly in this fight or flight mode. Yeah. So it's so difficult to really create life of course yeah and i can imagine also for your health it's so good to have that rhythm yes i can imagine if you're always on the go you're like snacking not really thinking about no. you're just like putting in fuel which is maybe not quality fuel and then yeah you just grab and go and sometimes there's not even time to to, to have dinner or there's there or sometimes it's like on a fashion party it's like there's dinner and there are like three like small bites you know it's not, that's not enough mm. I just need proper dinner, but then you, you arrive at your hotel very late. There's not always room service available or something, you know, so really, it's really hard. Now I always bring my snacks. I'm prepared. So in case there's no room service or there's no time to eat, I always bring my things with me. Yeah. So I am, I'm sure I can eat something uh, which is not that bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm prepared right now. So I really just don't want to go back there anymore because it took me five months to feel better. And I feel the difference from before. So I'm like, really, I don't want to get there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really try to do my best to, to keep it like this. Yeah. Yes, to keep it stable. Yes. And it's actually the miscarriage. Is it still on your mind a lot? Or have you been able to, yeah, I don't know if it's, if it's possible even to really let it go. But it's also... Uh, yeah, you're grieving at the same time, I can imagine. It was really hard for me, really, because you really want some things. It was my biggest, biggest wish. Yeah. And for both of us, we were together for such a long time. And it was, it was our biggest wish just to, to have a baby together. And we're like, okay, um, it happened. But then, you know, something, yeah, I don't know. And, and it's something, it was really difficult for me because I love to keep everything under control. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I, for me, it was like, but my friends were like, it's nature. You can't control this. I wondered myself, like, why, I, why, what's wrong with my body? In the beginning, I was like, why is this happening to me? Um, I'm not strong. Or I, what if I, you know, I'm 30, almost 36 now. I'm like, what if I did it earlier in my, you know, when I was 25 or whatever? You know, you start to ask yourself questions. Yeah. But it's not right. It's something, it's nature. So we really have to, then after a while, I was like, okay, just, you know, there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. I can't have control about this. I can have control about my job. What happened at the beginning of the year? And everyone was like, okay, yeah. there's nothing we can do. Uh, the most important thing is that we are healthy. And, um, you know, I, the miscarriage was in a way, was there was a way of like, okay, it is working. It is possible to get pregnant. So now I have to be patient and it will happen again. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think, I guess it was not the right time for me before. So now I really believe in that. And I'm really, I don't think about it much anymore. No. Yeah. And I really try to be open about it as well with other women, because it's something that, and I also, I did a post in December uh, about a recap of kind of, of the year. And I explained it not about the whole medical situation and everything, mm -hmm. but I explained them that I had a miscarriage and I received so many questions or so many comments and so many messages from other women and girls who um, experienced the same. And they were really like, thank you for, you know, uh, being to, about like speaking about this whole kind of issue because for, 
yeah, it's kind of, it's really hard. And, but it's good to talk about it and just to, to know that you're not alone and that it happened really often. And, and that is, that is something that happens because it's, yeah, it's something, it's nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's so important to be open about it because if we're all going to stay in our own little corner and not talk about it, it can be such a lonely process. Yes. And you really, it is something very lonely, even though there are a lot of people like, you know, my family, all my friends, everyone was really, 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 really sweet and nice. And they were all like, okay, if you need help or whatever, we're here for you. But you still wonder yourself, you know, all the time, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to talk to other uh, women who share the same experience because they really know what is the feeling and they, they understand yeah, so important. And how did your how did uh, Renway deal with it? Am I actually pronouncing his name right? I'm not sure. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. How how he's of course very happy that he's like that you're expecting a baby now, but yeah. I can imagine he de- dealt with it in a little bit of a different way. He was really, really, really sweet for me. Like still, you know, really everything is really, he's always very sweet. He's a very sweet kind of person. Yeah. But he was really, he was always there for me. And he was really like, okay, you know, listen to your body. And, and, and just, he was very positive all the time. Yeah. Well, I was not positive all the time at a certain point, especially not during the, like during the treatment of the hospital. They were like, you know, every time you go there and there's like no positive news or no news or whatever, you're like, okay. Will it ever happen? Mm-hmm. But he was super positive all the time, which really helped me. Yeah. Yeah. And I can imagine his mother, your mother-in-law, of course, was also probably quite positive. Was, is she, was she also kind of a soundboard to you during this process or more later down the line? More there, later. Yeah. Because in the beginning, she was like, you know, nothing is working. So maybe it's better if you just go to the doctor first and then do it both together. So then she was like, okay, but trust me. Just, it will happen soon. Yeah. Trust me. It will happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. After, this was the second month actually that it happened, but I be- really believed in that, the drinking the tea as well. I was really like, okay, let's give it a try. We have a break of two weeks at the hospital and it was really pushing. And actually you have to wait for like a month because you have to drink two kind of different herbs. Mm-hmm. First, and the other one is like to, to make it stronger. And, uh, and I was like, no, we can't wait. We have to prove the hospital that it is possible in this natural way, I just, just, you know, I never told the hospital about the whole thing because I'm pretty sure they don't believe in the natural kind of treatment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They were like, okay, we don't know what happened, but something is happening in the body. I was like, you don't need to know. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like your own little secret in a way. But it's, it's, it's so interesting that in the, in the hospital that they really think like Western, Western, it's just Western medicine, but I mean. Yeah, but that, that I think it's the same way, the way I, I treated my, my health issues actually, because it's all like with supplements and all like natural herbs. And I really, I, I really believe in that. Like in, instead of like taking antibiotics, it was really funny because last week there was a, a guy sending me a message about like, I have some, a problem with my intestines and what did you do? Because I'm, uh, I'm like uh, taking antibiotics now for like a month and nothing is changing. I told them, no, for me, it didn't really work out with the antibiotics. It was not a way. Yeah. So it all, yeah, really, even if I have a headache, I just, I think it's something that I go to sleep or whatever, you know, when it's really bad, I will take something, but yeah. I prefer just to, to listen to my body. Yeah. Because so also a sign basically, like yes. just your body speaking, like it's time for you to slow down now. So exactly. instead of doing that all the time to just like really listen. Yeah. That's so important. I think. Yeah. 
And um, you and Renway, like I, I understand that you, you guys met in your hometown, right? Volendam? We met each other like 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I met him at the, um, at the party of a, uh, of a friend. And then after a month or a month and a half, we bumped into each other at the subway station mm -hmm. because his apartment was based two blocks from my school or the university. And I bumped into it at the subway station and I was like, hey, how are you? And he was talking with a girl and the girl <laughs> walked away. I <laughs> was very upset, actually. <laughs> He's like, why are you bothering me? Hey, hi. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And then we started talking on MSN chat. Do you remember? Oh, wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a, like, yeah, another life. <laughs> that's really another life, yeah. So we really actually were chatting for a long time, for about a year. And sometimes we were calling each other, but it was nothing. It was not love at first sight. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then after a year, we were like, okay, let's just, whatever, go to the cinema together or whatever. Let's do something. And then, yeah, we actually together. Oh, so it started out as kind of like a friendship and it blossomed into something more. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But then immediately I had a feeling I knew him for a long time. So it was like, okay, we, we yeah, we were already best friends from, from the beginning. Yeah. And you've been, you've experienced so much together, like you lived in Milan together, you've traveled so much together yeah. and, and you work together, of course. So what's that like? What's it like to, yeah, be partners both in love, life and work? Before we moved to Milan, I was going back and forth for a year and a half by myself. Mm -hmm. And after a year and a half, I started for uh, working for Glamour Italia. So I really had to be there all the time. I signed with Next, um, she's still my agency. And it was really like, and I have a lot of Italian clients. Mm -hmm. So really had events there we were there all the time so we're like okay let's move together and from that moment on we decided to work together because my job became like I was in the beginning it was not that busy but then from that moment on I was really busy mm -hmm. we started to to work together and um yeah it actually it worked out really well and still you know still, he's also like focusing on other things now um but um yeah I really like to work with him because he knows me uh really well yeah. so it's really easy to work with him as well because it's it's a very personal thing so even taking a picture is like showing your personality through a picture sometimes i work with other photographers but it's always different you know because they don't really capture that feeling or that moment because they don't really know me so yeah. it's really nice to work with him and he knows and even if i don't like something i can i can be honest with him i just don't want to be rude against another photographer. I don't want to be like, okay, can we just like shoot it again or do it again? You know, you just don't feel yeah. comfortable. Yeah. With him, it's very easy. And it's also nice because we travel together uh, for brands. It's also easy because they don't have to take care of like two rooms. So it's really easy. Yeah. And we enjoy it together. It's always like uh, a little holiday slash like work trip. Mm -hmm. so it's really, it's really nice yeah. to be together. It's, sometimes it's, it's hard as well because it's always about the job um almost like 24 7 mm -hmm. so um right now we're not working as much as we did before so it's actually we have a lot of like time together and we we're busy with the house and the baby of course so it's a bit different but uh last year yeah we were really like it was almost 24 7 about work mm -hmm. um, and we were really busy so um then we're like okay let's try to have like a day off or let's do something nice together or with other friends and just try not to talk about work all the time yeah he can understand like your workload of course so he can also understand more intimately more closely that you really needed to like slow down 
I guess you're running together, like sprinting together and then slowing down together. It's like a more natural flow. Yes, it's really it's really nice also because otherwise it would be really hard to be in a relationship with another person because I was always traveling. Mm-hmm. And he was always like supporting me. It's always like, okay, let's go. Will you go? You know, it's nice. It's it's uh, if sometimes when I was not in the mood, I don't want to travel or... And he's like, no, let's go. It's nice. It's good for you. You will enjoy. And he's also really like when it's a girl trip, for example, he's like, no, no, no. I just don't want to be there. It's fine. Just enjoy with your with your friends. And, you know, I'm here and then uh, we will do something else together. So it's really, he's also very easy because he understands the, the job, the business, the industry. So the people, so that really helps. Yeah. And of course you are in an interracial relationship. And I can imagine before maybe it would have been just something yeah, that is just the case. But mm-hmm. because of the whole Black Lives Matter movement, do you feel like you have a different view on it because you've been with him for such a long time? You've known his perspective for such a long time, even though you're not him, of course. Yeah, it's uh, for me, it was really interesting because also it was really hard. I don't really talk about political things about my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So I was really, I received a lot of like, I never really received negative comments, but I did th- this period because after I posted the black square, just about like, you know, and then I started posting other th- normal things again, the people were like, okay, um, you just don't care. I'm like, no, you don't know me. You know, I'm with uh, Remy for uh, 16 years and for me, it's something normal. So I told her, you don't know who, who, the person who photographed this picture is actually a black guy, which is my boyfriend for 16 years. And they were just interesting because there were other people replying and leaving comments about that. She's like, she's carrying half black life in her belly right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't be, don't be like that. So, yeah. And obviously we talk, the, talk about it a lot and he's following a lot about the whole, not just now, but for, for years, because obviously for him it's really different and it's a big, big issue. And I'm also, a lot of my friends are interested in the whole thing and they are asking him questions about it all the time, especially in the US, which is different from Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, we're both like, okay, it seems like it's a bit of a trend thing right now, you know? Mm-hmm. There's like, you don't really support black businesses right just right now because it's a thing right now. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a thing for years. So yeah, we're both in it together and we're like, yeah, even like about some people ask, or some people told me, oh my God, this is amazing. You guys are having a baby. It's, you're helping the world. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. For me, it's, I don't feel like a good person because I'm I'm carrying like a black baby in my belly right now. I'm like, for me, it's normal. I don't know. I don't see the difference. And I hope mm-hmm. that will be the same for my baby. And we will try to to raise him like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want it to be like, a stamp on it this is what it is and this is a beautiful a beautiful or negative thing for you it's just a given basically of course yeah exactly you're just in that relationship loving this person yeah yeah because i i i, I see of course that he's he has a different color as i am but you know for me it doesn't really feel it's the same so also like i don't want to post right now that i have i have black friends so now i'm a good person because i'm no it's not like that for me yeah of course, there are problems and those need to be solved, I think, also just in a system. Mm-hmm. But we should be careful not to make it a trend and like something that someone can like um, promote themselves with almost. That's not that's not what it's supposed to be, of course. 
Yeah, of course, exactly. And I think it's the same with, with, with brands or magazines nowadays. Nowadays, it's only about like black girls, black, like we just need only black photographers. No, you don't hire a black photographer because he's black. You hire him because he's good at his work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And also because you said like uh, a lot, a lot of your followers ask you about um, skincare and style. Of course, have you been dressing in a different way since you've gotten pregnant? I have to because I don't fit my clothes anymore. Yeah, you have to, of course. But it's not easy. I remember in the beginning I was frustrated in front of the wardrobe. I was like, oh my god! I, there was at a certain point it was like I don't fit any kind of pants anymore. I was like, okay, just just go with. I wear Remy's jeans sometimes or his shorts or whatever. And I, I don't want to wear leggings. I'm wearing leggings at the moment, but I don't want to wear them every day. Yeah. But thank God it's summer right now, so it's really easy to wear dresses or a skirt. But I really, I, I find like a like kind of challenge, like how to dress nice, interesting, mm -hmm. inspiring, but being pregnant, having a yeah, a big belly. So yeah, it's still a challenge every day. And usually, it's very easy to get dressed. Now I have to. It takes me a bit more time to get dressed, yeah. Yeah, but do you have like little fashion hacks that you were like, oh, this actually works really well for my figure now, for the belly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These are the fabrics I like or the silhouettes or... His trousers, I still, I always love oversized things. So I, I wear his trousers with a big shirt or with a button-down shirt or with a big blazer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I try to... to to work like that I don't know yeah our dresses I usually don't really wear dresses much but it's actually perfect and also because it's the weather is nice so it's actually really it's really nice for the coming month yeah um, and then September we will see I think it will be <laughs> it will be difficult yeah but I also really like to see when people are really like inspired and when they share my pictures and when they save my pictures and like oh my god thank you because I'm I don't know what to wear anymore because it's not easy yeah So as a compliment, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It's like a challenge for me. Yeah, yeah. And how, how important is, because you already touched on the subject of sustainability, mm -hmm. and of course you have like all these looks and you work in the fashion industry, like how important is sustainability to you and what kind of like little steps do you take to improve in that sense? So I, I, I really try to invest in, uh, in quality pieces. So I don't buy... Uh, Actually, less as before as well. I really think about it. And if also for the baby, I really like, okay, do I really like it? Is it something that you can wear more often? You know, just not to buy to buy because you really want to buy something. No, I really think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really, I buy, invest in timeless pieces. I uh, buy vintage or secondhand. Uh, so uh, I really try to to not to, to spend too much and to to avoid like uh, buying and buying things that I don't actually never wear so I really try to be conscious and to, to think about what I buy mm -hmm. and um, yeah furthermore I, I I try to yeah to be you know we we, we drive in a kind of electric car and we I use the bicycle all the time so I really, yeah, I, I try step, you know, little steps. Baby steps, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like with everything, it's good to like make little baby steps to improvement, of course. Exactly. Nothing can go overnight, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just how the way it works, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we do that all together, you know, it's not necessary to eat meat every day. Uh, uh, we don't eat meat at home any, anyway, but uh, I think it's good to... Just to to think about it more uh, all together and um, yeah, 
that I will that there will be a result afterwards. And it's the same for like you know traveling all the time and flying everywhere for just a dinner. You know, it's really I, I really want, I wonder what will happen next year mm-hmm. uh, if we will be invited to go to Japan for forty eight hours for just a party. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We learned a lot. This that it actually it is possible just to be home and just to do the same kind of things but online and um, via zoom or like digital uh, campaigns or uh, digital shootings or whatever you know we all became way more creative than before so I'm really I really wonder how it will evolve yeah yes exactly because I don't know I think the fashion week will be uh, I think the, there will be some shows in September in Paris um I won't be there because it's uh, I can't travel anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm very curious about how that will be. Yeah, yeah. Because when is your due date? October fourth. Yeah. And uh, have you already thought about what it's going to be like being a working mom? Like, for example, would you bring him to a fashion show? Would you bring him to maybe a meeting with a big clients? Um, no, I don't think so. Actually, I think I will. He will travel with us, but only if it's uh, you know. I don't want to bring him to Japan, for example, for forty-eight hours because I think it's a nice room. He will be jet lagged, confused, everything. I think uh, the, the the good thing about like me and me traveling and working together is that we can decide. He can stay home. You know, I can work with another photographer there, or with another. I can bring another person. We are very flexible. It's very easy for us to to decide what to do. Yeah. Then my family is close as well. So my mom, she 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 will help uh, us whenever needed. So, you know, when we need to go somewhere for a week or something, we will go all together. But then and still I will go to meetings by myself or to fashion shows by myself. And then we will take care or we will, we will find a way. Yeah. And I guess it's also like it's not set in stone, of course. You're just going to feel what feels right for you, I can imagine. Yes, exactly. If I have to go to a shooting, a meeting or whatever, and I have no, there's no other way, mm-hmm. I will bring it with me. But if it is possible, you know, I, I will find another solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you look most forward to being a mom? Just to give and share my love with him. Yeah, I just, just wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited, yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious about how our relationship will will be. You know, once we're the three of us, it's really I'm really curious about that. We were super ready. Yeah, it was really funny because I was talking with a guy a few a few weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh, but you're pregnant now. You just can't party anymore." I'm like, uh, "I don't care. I just yeah, totally ready." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, new phase in life. I was like, I'm like, I really feel ready, and, and both of us are really ready. Mm-hmm. Also, in our relationship, it's really time for the next step. New phase, totally new chapter, new book. Yeah, so I'm really curious how you work out together as well. Yeah, and um, as a final question, we always ask what you envision motherhood to be in like uh, 25 years time. But then, of course, you still have to experience motherhood. You're only in the beginning, mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask you. What are your hopes and dreams for your boy's future in like 25 years time? Where do you hope the world will be? I hope that the, the, this year opened our eyes a little bit and then we have, that we continue living like this, you know, to talk about it more, to be a bit more conscious about what we, what we do, what we are yeah, experiencing in life, uh, the whole Black Lives Matters thing. Um, yeah sustainability nature i hope we just a few years ago we we're not even talking about it so and we it's all in we're all like we're starting kind of i have the feeling we're kind of starting it from this year on it's like 
finally time to 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 be open and to to talk about it so i'm really curious also in 20 25 years what will happen and yeah if there will be a change yeah i hope so yeah i hope so too it's like now we're putting like all the cards on the table and it's like uh, mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about everything yeah it's all out in the open now years ago we were like It was like really, we were not talking about it. It was like hard to even open the subject. And we're like, now yeah. it's, it's completely different from a few years ago. So I'm really curious what will, even in five years, what will happen then? Yeah, me too. Because I can imagine now for a lot of people, it seems like a struggle, but I think it's actually very promising. Like finally, you know, everything is being addressed and yeah, yeah. we need change, you know, in so many different ways. Yes. So it was really time and really like, we kind of like, there were, like nature everything everything was like kind of shaking like okay wake up people because this is something it happened for a reason i i i really believe in that it was really tough at the beginning of the year for everyone mm -hmm. i think it opened a lot of eyes as well you know really like okay and also i think that we kind of like realize that we don't need much in life you know we don't need it all all the time mm -hmm. true i really hope we continue like that and we keep it in our in our minds and You know, also the stress and the, the pressure and everything, the, the the way, like the, yeah, the way we live and the way we are always like running around and it's like no time for nothing. It's not necessary. I really hope we, yeah, we will keep, we keep it in our minds and we, we will change a little bit. I hope so too. Well, thank you so, so much for this talk. It was really, really, uh, really nice. You're welcome. It was really nice. And of course, um, good luck with the baby. Thank you. Well, thank you. And have a, have a lovely evening, of course. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to know more about Anna's idea of the new motherhood, head on over to the pilot episode where she explains more about this. Please hit subscribe if you'd like to be notified when a new episode is up. Also, we'd be very happy to get your feedback and possibly suggestions for new topics or interviewees. Hope this episode informed, inspired, open up your mind in some way. Until next time.